Hello and welcome to or welcome back to the book review podcast. I'm your host Ava Sinico and I'm currently a sophomore in high school. I recently joined a book club with some of my friends and we hand selected the best books for the content of, of this podcast. I'm a lone wolf today so I'll be covering this episode all by myself which is completely fine. Um, so the book we picked is The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, written by the author Mark Haddon. Um, the main characters of the book, just to get you familiar with them, um, the main character, the protagonist of the story, his name is Christopher, and he definitely has a big personality, unlike any I've ever seen or read about before. The story begins when this quiet little neighborhood has a murder. Christopher finds Wellington, the name of his neighbor, Mrs. Shears, Poodle, dead on her front lawn, um, not to get gory, but stabbed with a, like, yard fork thing, if you know what I'm talking about, uh, like a pitchfork, kind of, for her yard work. Um, the cops are called after Mrs. Shears blames Christopher for killing her dog while yelling some profanity at him. She was not too happy to see the scene of him holding her dead dog to his chest. Um, An important note about Christopher is that he has autism, making him handle situations uh, similar to this one or just situations very different than the typical kid would. But this is definitely a strength for him and not anything that holds him back. So the characters of the book, his father, Christopher's father is not really happy about uh this investigative work he does in the book and he makes christopher promise not to continue after he finds out that he's doing it behind his back but that comes into play later in the story his mother um two years before that had died of a heart attack in the hospital um she originally went in for another issue but uh, a heart attack ended up being the cause of death mrs shears is the one whose dog is um died wellington and he, uh, he's their neighbor as well. In the beginning of the book, she does not want anything to do with Christopher, doesn't want her around her, anything like that. Um, Mr. Shears, he's divorced and at one point is the main suspect of this investigation that Christopher's having. Um, Mrs. Alexander, she's another neighbor. Uh, she's in, she's Christopher's in close friend in her eyes. Uh, a little bit more about her is that she's pretty good with him and she, sometimes he feels uncomfortable because he doesn't know her in some of their first encounters, but she makes him eventually feel safe. She informs, um, him about his mother and Mr. Shear's affair because when they were hanging out or when she, they ran into, into each other at a store, his Um, They started talking, and Christopher was pretty much just trying to get uh, information uh, about, like, the investigation he was doing from her, but uh, he couldn't directly say it because he promised his dad, so he couldn't directly ask her questions, so he was kind of beating around the bush, but in that, he finds out that the reason that his dad calls Mr. Shears evil and won't let him say his name is because his mom had had an affair with Mr. Shears. So that's a little bit of the drama in the neighborhood, I guess you could say. So the structure of this book is written from the point of view of Christopher. He's writing this murder mystery to discover who killed Wellington. The chapters are numbered, um, but only with prime numbers because Christopher says 
Prime numbers are like life. They're logical, but you could never work out the rules. Even if you keep... Even if you are... Wait, that was a little bit of a mess up. Even if you are thinking about them all the time, basically. Uh, so, personally, I really enjoy this structure because it's different like any other one that I've ever read before, seen before. So, I really enjoy it. Themes... Um, the one that I've picked out the most so thus far in reading the book is that Christopher's autism makes him unique, just as everyone else's difference set us apart, but it's just the driving force, his motive for what he does, how he does it. For example, if he sees a certain number of cars, say five red cars, for example, on his way to school on the school bus, that means it's going to be a really good day. If he sees four yellow cards, that could mean it's going to be a black day, which means he won't eat, he won't talk to people. It just determines how he acts. And this is uh, definitely very prevalent in the book. So my favorite part so far, this is kind of like a weird or unusual part to favor, but in the beginning, I find that when Christopher finds the dog and how he interacts with Mrs. Shears and also how he handles the police and authority figures, very interesting. I think it's really cool how, uh, like, I could visualize the whole thing. He writes, then the police arrived. I like the police. They have uniforms and numbers, and you know what they're meant to be doing. Over a few spots in this whole section, he writes about how they make him feel safe, and even when he got arrested for actually assaulting him, um, he felt even more safe. Which is definitely weird because he was getting in trouble, but just having a purpose, it really helps him because he knows what they're going to do and they're not as unpredictable and he just felt safe when they were there. So all of the descriptive words, such as when they're describing how he's holding the dog and there's blood on his shirt, it just really like helped me visualize this scene and I could see it almost if it were a movie in my head. So for as for predictions for the rest of the novel, first off, obviously the murder has to be solved. If the, if the murder wasn't solved, there would be no point to the book, and it would kind of just be anticlimactic. I figure that over the next few chapters, Mrs. Alexander and Christopher will become good buddies because of how she kept telling her to come to her anytime if he wants to talk. She was so inviting uh, to him. I think she kind of felt bad for him because of how his family situation is not the best, and she... She could be kind of like a mother um, factor or grandmother because she's older. Um, more continued issues, I think, will, between Christopher and his dad will arise over Christopher's actions, specifically talking about the investigation. Um, also, that might lead to some more issues with the police because um, the police warned him if he didn't stay out of it, then he could possibly get in trouble again but this time it won't be a warning so i'm feeling as if christopher christopher will have some more issues with them for bothering mrs shears and just overall looking into this investigation when it's not really any of his business uh so that's all the time that we have for today but tune into next week to see the rest of the book have a nice day